You're listening to the British Baseball Podcast. Hello baseball family, Matthew here with another roundup of this week's British Baseball action. This episode is brought to you in partnership with uh, Coach Carter's Field Sports and Supplies, a store dedicated to bringing you top quality baseball and softball gear for the players from the player. And it's your one-stop shop for your baseball and softball requirements. So head on over to www.coachcarterfieldsports.co.uk. And if you haven't seen already, the playoffs have started in the British Baseball Federation Open Tournament with the first leg of fixtures being played this weekend just gone. So from the 6th of September 2020, we had the East London Latin Boys taking on the London Marauders and the Sheffield Bruins playing against the Essex Redbacks. In the both fields were 12 o'clock games in the quarterfinals with the East London Latin Boys winning 4-3 over the Marauders, which makes them one of the longest winning streaks in the tournament up to now. And the Sheffield Bruins going down four runs to seven against the Essex Redbacks. And joining me from the Sheffield Bruins, I'm joined by Tim French, and he's been in action this weekend with the Bruins as they face the Redbacks of Essex uh, in the quarterfinals in their in their league. Uh, Tim, how are you doing? Thanks very much for having me on, Matt. I am really, really good. Thanks. Excellent. For, uh, welcome back to the show. I think this is your second time now. We're you're chasing Kelly for most appearances on the on the podcast. So yeah, I mean, last time we were in Spain, so I think it makes a bit of a change of scenery. Um, but yeah, glad to be back playing baseball again. Yeah, exactly. Um, so talk us through this weekend's action against the Redbacks. Wow, um, it was a really really good game. Um, massive props to Essex for making the four hour odd drive up to Sheffield. Um, yeah, they really kind of set it up to be a really fun fun day of baseball. Really, um, seven inning game. So. We knew we really had to kind of put a lot of effort into it. Um, it was only going to be one game um, elimination, so we really tried to go out kind of swinging, basically. Um, obviously, the home team, so um, we were taking the field first. Um, Essex put up a lot of runs in the first inning. I think they put up four, four odd runs uh, in the first inning, so we kind of knew that we were chasing the whole time. Um, they had a really, really strong pitch on the mound. Uh, Richard Chester, I think his name was, uh, pitched a complete game in the end. Um, so yeah, we we really tried to fight our way uh, through the whole seven innings. Um, some some absolutely miraculous plays the whole way throughout. Um, the Essex third baseman made a, a ridiculous you know diving grab at third base. Uh, our centre fielder Luke Martin actually threw a cannon uh, all the way to home plate to, to tag a guy out. Um, and yeah, really really good day of baseball really. Yeah, it sounds like it was a good game. I managed to catch some of the highlights after I finished training and I enjoyed what I saw. Uh, like I said, it was unfortunate that, that you didn't didn't finish on top. But never mind. Uh, it's it's not really been a, an easy tournament for yourselves, has it? I mean, I've seen a lot of the games when I've been reporting on them have been called off and postponed through COVID restrictions and the likes. But uh, how have you been keeping yourself busy while the, the baseball is being played? Yeah, I think we were obviously... Um you know, a bit disappointed the way the Open Tournament's been, um, being in, in a group with, with Leicester, you know, bless their socks, they were struggling, obviously, with not being able to get out of lockdown, so most of those games were forfeited by them. Uh, they're lovely guys, and we were sad that we couldn't get to play them. Um, we played a couple of games uh, against Long Eaton, um, and, and 
couple of games against the uh, Birmingham Bandits as well. Um, and I think the the whole kind of way it was organised was regionally. Um, so we ended up playing in the double A for those kind of games, but were pushed up to the triple A for the playoffs uh, as a kind of compromise. And, um, you know, obviously it didn't go the way we wanted to, the number of games we got. So we tried to, to throw in a couple um, kind of friendly games with other teams and uh, our development team, the Cubs, um, we've been traveling around to get some games in as well, as well as keeping going with women's baseball stuff. So we tried to keep busy as much as we can. And, um, yeah, really kind of just jumping on any opportunity to play some baseball this season, um, which I think everyone has, to be honest. Yeah, indeed. Thank you very much, Tim. Uh, anything you want to add before we go? Uh, no. Um, if anyone does want to catch any of the highlights uh, from this weekend, uh, they're still up on our Facebook page. The full game is there, available to watch uh, on stream. Um, yeah, some, some of the comments point out some of the highlights as well. Uh, so if you do want to go and check that out, just check out um, Sheffield Bruins Baseball Club or um, at Chef Bruins on Twitter and Instagram as well. Tim French, thank you for your time. Thanks very much. And the rest of the fixtures across the, the tournament, and starting off in the NBL, we had the Essex Arrows taking on the London Capitals and the London Mets taking on the Lancashire Legends. In the opening game, the Mets beat the Legends 13 runs to three and the Essex Arrows drew their game against the Capitals 8 runs to eight. And in the afternoon, the Mets won again 17 runs to one and the Essex Arrows came on top of the London Capitals 6 runs to 4. And to give us a little bit more insight from that game, I've got David from the Essex Arrows. And joining me now from the Essex Arrows is David Shear, the general manager and the lifelong stalwart of the club. David, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Very Excellent. well. Uh, two games this weekend, both against the, the Capitals. You've got a draw and a win. Do you want to talk us through the results? Yeah, um, so you know, we knew that the, the, the games were going to be competitive. They always are with the Capitals. Um, you know, we played them uh, twice, uh, like previous in the last last few weeks, and you know they were uh, one-run games either way. So uh, you know, we 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 split with them. Um, you know, we know they're a tough tough uh, tough side. They got good pitching. They're good hitters. Um, we just had to be you know be prepared, and um, we went into the first game, um, and it, it started off started off quite well. Um, we we ended up. Um, it was going backwards and forwards all game, basically. It ended up at 8-8. Uh, um, I think we were 8-6 up coming to the sixth inning, and they, they pulled back a few runs, um, and it was timed. So we had to finish after eight, uh, sorry, after six innings. Um, and, um, yeah, so it was, you know, who knows who would have won. It could have gone either way, uh, you know. But, um, but it, was, it, it, was, it was good. Game was in really good spirits. Um, and... Uh, we um, uh, second game uh, again started off. We we went into a five-one lead in the second game. Um, they came back to five-three. Then I went to six-three and six-four. But we eventually won it. Uh, we, we were played really solid in the second game. Uh, you know, we we've, we've got um, the, the good thing now about sort of where we are as a as a team. You know, we have we have uh, options in terms of pitching, so we're able to put different guys in. Um, and we had uh, one of our newer pitchers, um, Venezuela, Alessandro uh, Trabuco, who's um, uh, been playing baseball since he was since he was a kid. But he he's been sort of brought up through the ranks, really. Um, very disciplined player, and um, he did well. And uh, we hit well, you know. And it was a, a case of you know, had it been a nine inning game, um, 
you know, they were coming back at us. Uh, so, you know, um, it would have been a it, it would have been a fight, and again, it could have gone other could have gone either way. I mean, we played them four times, and I think we scored something like twenty four runs, and they've scored twenty one. So, when it comes to preparing for this weekend, again, you know, it's just it's it's, it's going to be tough. You know, we're preparing the best we can, and um, just go there and and see uh, see what happens on the day. You know, I think. We want to win it just as much as they do to get into the final. Um, the, the good thing about us, for us anyway, for, for winning that second game last week, because we were, we were even, even Stephen basically up until, up until that game. So whoever won that game, it would determine who the home team was for the semifinals. So because we won the game, obviously, we, we, we uh, start off as, even though we're playing at Finsbury Park, which is a, uh, the home ground, um, we are the home team. So we have that advantage, uh, which will help. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a, 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 a tough one. Yeah, excellent. And that's the semi-finals that are happening on the 12th of September this uh, 2020. Um, David, any, any standout performances over these two games? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Standout performances, I would say, um, and, and, and this guy, he's, he's always very solid anyway, um, but um, Juan Diaz, who plays uh, short, um, he's, uh, he's a solid player and he makes some fantastic plays. He's got quick hands, quick glove. Uh, you know, he, he pulled off a couple of throws to, to first where we thought the you know, runner was going to, even the runner, I think, thought he was... Uh, he was safe and he, he, he threw the ball and um, uh, managed to get it there literally sort of, uh, you know, milliseconds before the, before the runner. And that's because he stuck with it. And, and I think he, um, he definitely uh, was uh, one of the outstanding players. Um, you know, it was a whole team effort, really. Um, Hitting-wise, um, Danny Bueno, um, solid, really solid, uh, you know, at the play. Um, who you know certainly certainly stand out, uh, and you know I think for me it, it, it's it's yes there are standout players each week, but they're different players. So sometimes I mean Danny Danny has been consistent. I've got to say um, up there, and it's been great to see. But it, for me, it's great to see the team come together because it's fairly although the team's been together for uh, this particular team, but possibly you know probably now uh, coming up to to two years um it's a very new team in terms of half the team these guys that have you know maybe not half but say a third are guys that have come this year so they needed this time to gel um and you know we went on a uh, pre-season uh, trip to spain yeah before we knew about the lockdown so we'd arranged it we went out to a place in spain had a fantastic uh, tournament um guys gelled a bit and then suddenly they're not playing together so They've come back. Um, luckily and thankfully, we've had this opportunity to play, yeah. which has been great. And the team is bit by bit. If you look from our first game against the Mets, first two games, to now where we are, I think we're we're improving week on week, and that's down to a, a full team effort. And um, so I think every guy on the team deserves, um, you know, deserves praise uh, rather than just uh, one or two. But those are the few standout guys, I guess I would say. 
Great stuff. Thank you very much. David, uh, all the best of luck with the tournament and uh, hopefully we'll chat to you soon after the semis. All right, brilliant. Thank you very much. Cheers. Take care. Cheers. Just one game to come out of the AA South this weekend with the Bristol Badgers taking on the Bournemouth Bears. The Badgers won both of their games, seven runs to six in the morning and then seven runs to three in the afternoon. Into the single A Central division, we have the Brighton Jets taking on the Guildford Millers in their opening fixture that day. We had the Brighton Jets winning nine runs to five and then a really high scoring game in the afternoon with the Jets again coming out on top with 19 runs to 12. And in the single A South East, we had the Tombridge Bobcats taking on the Kent Mariners. Uh, both teams winning the game apiece with the Mariners coming out on top in their first fixture of 14 runs to three. And then the Tombridge Bobcats just holding them to 11 runs to zero in the afternoon game. And from that second game, it looks like that the uh, Bobcats had a rookie pitcher out there who had a, a shutout, an excellent day there, and what looked like a really good game according to reports on Facebook. Let's have a cheeky little glance over at the West Midlands Baseball League. The Worcester Sorcerers took on the Wolverhampton Wolves and the Telford Giants took on the Stourbridge Titans. The Sorcerers beat the Wolves 13 runs to 9 and the Giants beat the Titans 10 runs to 6. So let's have a look at the league table. And the table looks like this. We have the Worcester Sorcerers and the Telford Giants uh, in first and second place respectively, both with equal records of four wins, one loss. And the Wolverhampton Wolves with two and three and the Starbridge Titans with zero and five. And just before we leave the West Midlands Baseball League, I had a quick chat with Bryn uh, from the Worcester Sorcerers. As you may have seen recently on social media that the UK Red Sox fans... Um, fan account on Twitter has sponsored the Worcester Sorcerers to help raise some funds for their team which has uh, been really interesting to see and, and a lot of fun so uh, here to tell us a bit more about is Bryn. And joining me now from the Worcester Sorcerers is Bryn the social media guru and the all over the field player as he likes to uh, describe himself. Any pitching? Uh, no pitching. Well, oh so it's just infield and outfield? Yeah they wouldn't trust me on the mound just yet. <laughs> so you could always practice for all the free time that you've got on your hands yeah exactly. Excellent. so uh, thank you very much for coming on to the show uh, do you want to talk us through this weekend's action uh yeah so we had a good win um against wolverhampton that was an away game uh it was luke borton he pitched the whole eight innings we ended up playing um i, I sort of had a pretty good day as well went five for five nice. as well so that was a good day for me yeah yeah, good skills, good skills. This is not often that I get to, to hear someone talk about the home runs on the show, so nice to, to have one of them finally documented on here. Um, the only reason why I asked you to come on as well today is to talk us through the recent events that surrounded the, the Worcester Sorcerers and the UK Boston Red Sox uh, fan group. Um, is it a sponsorship, partnership? How, how are the team describing it? Uh, yeah, so it is a sponsorship, and um, UK Red Sox are still trying to raise money, get a bigger sponsorship goal going. And I know they've confirmed about 250, but it certainly is. They're doing a few auctions right now. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they get over 500, aiming for a thousand, if things go perfectly well, really, yeah. That's amazing. And what's the money going towards? Uh, just, just improving the field, have the best field possible, really. Um, you know, just hopefully have the best baseball field in all of the midlands hopefully yeah 
Or you, you got a tenner of my money sat somewhere. I won't yeah. sell that. If I knew I could bid on some stuff, I think I would have done it that way as well. Now I'm only kidding. You could have you could have my cash. It's all going towards good cause. Yeah. Um. So how did this partnership come around? Um. Yeah, it was quite unusual. It was just I got a notification on my phone. Um. That the Red Sox just said, right, we we're gonna sponsor this this baseball team. Um, yeah, it was pretty random and quite unusual, really. Would you encourage other teams to go out there and look for the fan groups uh, to sort of try and get them to piggyback on and, and support them, or do you think it's something that the the MLB UK community has sort of taken into their own hands to to run with? Yeah, I really hope the UK fans sort of begin looking at how they can help local teams or just teams in Britain and hopefully it just takes off from there really yeah it's been uh, it's been interesting to unfold and hopefully keep my eyes on it and uh, where can we we go to find out about the auction goods if you are a Red Sox fan uh, so you can follow their Twitter account and uh, I think that's at UK Red Sox fans and they have a Facebook group as well where they um, have the auctions taking place there as well yeah Awesome. Bryn, thank you very much for your time. Anything else you want to add before we go? Um, just thanks for doing what you're doing. Yeah, great. Oh, well. Love that. Thanks, man. Cheers for your time and uh, take it easy and I'll chat to you soon. You too. Bye. Bye. Cool. The Easter Midlands Baseball League. Uh, here we go. There's a couple of games played this week. weekend. Brentwood and Norwich ended up 13 runs to three and then 12 to one to Brentford in the return leg of that fixture. Milton Keynes Bucks played the Northamptons team and that was 9-8 after extra innings and 10-11 in the return leg there as well, which uh, from our report sounded like a brilliant game and a couple of injuries there from the people that brought me the information. Hope everyone's not too banged up down there and we'll see what happens next week. And that's it for the, this week's roundup. Uh, not many more of these left as, as some of the seasons seem to be winding down now and the, the tournament coming towards a conclusion for the BBF Open Challenge. Um, hopefully we'll get some good games and some, some footage, if possible, from those matches too. Again, if you want to appear on the show or you want to talk a little bit more about your club, um, please get in touch with me, uh, Podcast at gmail.com or hit me up on your social media at Brit Baseball Pod. Uh, thank you to everyone that took out time out of the days to appear on today's show and tell me about the fixtures and a bit more about the clubs. And uh, that's it for me. I'll see you soon next week. And ta-ra.